Hi there. Are you in pain? Is it joint pain? Muscle pain? Did you know that 30 to 40% of Americans suffer with chronic pain? If you're one of them, you're in the right place. Welcome to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens. If you're new to the program, let me tell you about Dr. Darrow. He is a medical doctor, board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. He teaches prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells at UCLA, where he was trained, and his offices are the Darrow Sports and Wellness Institute in West Los Angeles. The toll-free number to reach him anytime there is 800-300-9300, and the website is www.jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com, where you can see videos right now on everything we're going to talk about. Hi, Dr. Darrow. Hello, Anita Valens. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm excited, as always. I love educating the public about stem cells and PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, and how to avoid having elective orthopedic uh, procedures, surgical procedures, when uh, they're not really needed. And, uh, you know, we all have our own opinion about what that means. And uh, my opinion is if it's elective, that means you get to choose, don't do it. The byline of our show is take the surgery out of pain. And that means what we do is regenerate brand new tissue and grow back and rejuvenate the joint, the tendons, the ligaments, instead of cutting out very good tissue that I think leads patients down a very slippery slope in the future. And I hear it all the time. I had this great surgery, and I go, thank you very much. I'm glad you did. And then the patient comes back a few years later, and there's a big problem. And I'll give you an example. One of my best oldest friends uh, used to live in Venice Beach with me, and um, he had a hip surgery against my direction. He moved to um, Australia. And uh, I just got an email from him uh, yesterday morning saying that the incision site, and this is years ago he had the surgery, the hip replacement, the surgery site, the scar gets infected every two to three months. Now, so far, it hasn't traveled down, we hope, into the prosthesis area. But that is a direct possibility. Why would that keep getting infected? I don't know the answer. I have had patients with joint um, replacements and with other surgeries who do get infections. And once an infection gets into the bone, we call that osteomyelitis. It is almost impossible to get rid of it because the bone has what we call haversian canals. And they are little canals just like in Venice, Italy, but it's in the bone. And when bacteria gets into that, it's very, very difficult to get it out. And uh, antibiotics do not permeate those aversian canals very well. So when people have a choice, I always say, please do not do a surgery. Mm -hmm. And I know that contradicts what orthopedic surgeons do. And I know that I loved orthopedic surgery in my training, I did as much of it as I could. I took many electives in it. I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon until I had my own shoulder surgery that made it much worse, and then I healed myself with a few injections at one time, just one session of prolotherapy. 
12 hours later, I woke up. The pain was gone. So this woke me up. Also did my wrist. Pain was 50% gone the next day. And then it took a little while with some more self-injections. And that's been fine for many, many years. So I am finding that prolotherapy, PRP, and in the tough cases, stem cells work the best and much better, much simpler than surgery. Why have a surgery and have many, many risks when you can come into the office, you walk in, you get some injections, and you walk out? That seems pretty simple, doesn't it? Very simple, as opposed to an invasive uh, process on the body that you take weeks or months to heal from? Yeah, I'm not much of a gambler. I don't like Las Vegas. <laughs> and to me, I mean, honestly, to me, um, having a surgery is um, a very high risk, high probability of failure. There are, as I've mentioned on the show many times, diagnoses for failed surgeries. How does it become a diagnosis? That means there's a lot of them in order for the insurance company to take note. So if you've had a failed back surgery, I am sorry you do, but there is still hope after surgery that doesn't work. There is still hope that this regenerative medicine can help heal you up. And I get it all the time where someone comes in ready for a surgery and I tell them surgery is not the answer, that it is something that these injections can regenerate the tissue for, and if they have the surgery, it won't even work. Well, this is the thing. As uh, as you're talking, I just happened to notice, because I put your website up and other little notes pop in, and there are other people, like with uh, soldiers returning from war, where there is cell regeneration going on, and I'm sure you read about this all the time because it's not even my area. So there is exciting new stuff going on in medicine, and you've got to just open your mind to it. And if you'd like to give us a call right now at one eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two and ask your questions about pain issues, anything like that, that's one eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two. That is the number to call and get on the air with Dr. Darrow right now. And if you've listened for a while and you'd like to call the office, that toll-free number for you is 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. And the website, perhaps you'd like to email Dr. Darrow privately, you can go to www.jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com. So we're looking for your calls right here, right now at one eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two. And some people, Doctor Darrow, suffer so many years, so many decades in chronic pain. It's unbelievable to me. Well, the ones that really surprise me are the people who have listened to this show for the last fourteen years or so that I've been on, and then they finally come in. What took them so long? Yeah, there's no need to suffer. Um, I mean, these procedures don't help every single person. Um, you know, I can't promise you anything's going to help you. No doctor can. But in the proper cases, this stuff is pretty amazing. May I take a quick email before that caller? Um, Absolutely. Let me just give the phone number one more time so people have it. one 870 5752, that is the number to call us and ask Dr. Darrow your question right here, right now. So here's an email that just came in this morning. I have arthritis in both hips 
interest in fixing that problem without hip replacement. Yahoo! What is recommended by orthopedic folks? You were recommended. Well, what's what's recommended by orthopedic folks, uh, if they're surgeons, is to replace the joint and put in a prosthesis. What's recommended by me is to inject the area with, usually if there's pretty bad arthritis, we're going to go right to stem cells, which we take from the bone marrow. It's mm-hmm. about a half-hour procedure starting from taking the stem cells to spinning them and then putting them in a syringe to inject. We do it under ultrasound guidance so we can watch where that needle goes and where the solution goes right into the joint. Nice thing about the ultrasound is we can stay away from the cartilage and not scratch it up with the needle. So that's very important. If you're getting hip or knee or shoulder injections, make sure your doctor has an ultrasound so he's getting into the right place because if there's no ultrasound, there is a high probability that the solution that that doctor is putting in, and I hope it's not a steroid like cortisone because Mm. that destroys the cartilage. I hope it's proliferative medicine with PRP or stem cells or dextrose prolotherapy. Um, So there's a lot to this. So what I recommend is regenerative medicine. I always recommend that when it's appropriate. It's not always appropriate. We have to examine the person and see what's going on. So should we go to uh, Robert? In Burbank, absolutely. Hi, Dr. Darrell. How are you? I'm living it up. So your friend had a fifth metatarsal fracture in the foot, which is called a dancer's fracture. Yeah, in fact, uh, she was working out uh, barefoot, and uh, she tripped on the throw rug. And uh, so she called me, and I, I took her to the hospital right away after asking her some questions. And when we got there... Um, it was a uh, not a, a good-looking break. Uh, it, the bone isn't aligned, and so I tried to get her through the maze here because I have uh, some experience in the medical field myself. And so um, I wanted to know. I'm not a big proponent of surgery, um, and I thought, well, uh, I'm going to come see you regarding a scapoid that I spoke with you some time ago. And well, you have a wrist uh, problem also, Robert. Yeah, I tweaked it a little bit when I was okay. um, doing some uh, heavy bag work, and I didn't wrap like a dummy, and so I normally do. So I caught it the wrong way. Okay. Well, let's talk about your friend first. Is this female? Yep, she okay. is. And what is her age? She's uh, fifty-four. Okay, so number one, the first thing that pops up is osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. So is she on bioidentical hormones? I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. That you should check, and she needs to get a bone density at her age anyway. She's probably postmenopausal, and at that point, as soon as women hit menopause, the bones start diminishing in their minerals. So um, the only thing that I know that works really well is bioidentical hormones, and that needs to be tuned up with her labs, her blood labs. And uh, I don't like the biphosphonates, those medicines that people take, because they block the rebuilding of bone, the remodeling of bone. Mm-hmm. So they sound great, but then we're finding now, many years after they were initiated, that people taking them, and it, you know, this is the same for men and women, so guys, don't think you're out of the picture here. Men lose their testosterone very young, too, just like women lose their estrogen and progesterone and testosterone. And all of those are needed to grow good bone. And men have estrogen and progesterone also, not just testosterone, so we need to monitor that. Uh, So that's the first thing that pops into my mind. The second thing 
is are the bones in place? No, they are um, off by I would guess a good eighth of an inch or more. There's a couple of bone fragment uh, fragments on the X-ray as well. Okay, and how long ago did her injury take place? Uh, two weeks ago, and okay. finally got into uh, um, a orthopedic, and I'd asked him what his uh, approach would be. He said, I wouldn't do a pin. We'd probably do a wire with the screw. And I said, mm, okay. And he didn't really sound real confident about the outcome. And I thought, well. Uh, well, here's, here's my opinion in terms of getting surgical consults. Always get more than one. And um, That's what we're doing. And the, if, if you don't feel confident with who you saw, then you should go to a university like UCLA if you're in town um, and go to the head of their orthopedic department that only does feet. You can get orthos that just do feet. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of orthos do everything, but uh, when it comes to feet, it's very peculiar that they don't always heal the right way. And I would I would just go to the top gun in the city for that one because you don't want to mess around with that. If it is, um, you know, a fracture that's displaced, you may need to have surgery for her on that. Okay. Now, Good. the other part of it is this. When bones do heal, and they usually heal pretty well, then the soft tissue may be disturbed. So people can have a great fusion of a bone after a fracture, and they can still have pain. So that's the case where the regenerative medicine, in this case, it might be stem cells or PRP might be needed okay. to, to fix whatever tissue has been disturbed. Because if you think about it, when the bones are disturbed like that, the soft tissue around them is certainly disturbed. Yes, indeed. And uh, it was there was some swelling. Um, uh, we had ice on it right away. Um, and I thought, well, you know, based on what, she was telling me when I was asking her some questions, I thought definitely had to get to uh, ER to get an x-ray. So Yeah, well, um, it's smart that you did that, and hopefully she's not putting any pressure on it now. No, she has no pressure on it, and we are going to get that second opinion. Uh, UCLA, you, the, it would be the orthopedic department? Yeah, I would go to the orthopedic department, but when you check in, ask for the guy who just does feet. Okay, good. I mean, there's right, guys yeah. around town that just do feet. How soon after the surgery, uh, if that's the direction that the doctor thinks to go, uh, would prolotherapy be a good idea? Don't know. Let's hope that the surgery, if she gets one, fixes it and she has no pain afterwards. Okay. If there's no pain, she's in good shape. Great. And those hormones, doctor, you mentioned uh, the term again was bioidentical? Well, bioidentical are the same chemical structure as the body produces. So oh, good. we have two two major categories of hormones. One are the pharmaceutical grade, right. um, Premarin, things like that, that we never want to use on a woman because they make them sick. Okay. They lower the growth hormone. They give them carbohydrate cravings. They gain weight. Um, it's just a whole myriad of things that you don't want to have. The bioidenticals make people, make women feel good again, just like they did before their menopause. And one of the big issues with menopause is weight gain. The average woman gains about 20 pounds through menopause, not everybody. So we want to keep that from happening, and then we want to keep those bones strong. So she needs to get a bone density. Bone density. And, and when she uh, does that, she needs to get both hips and her spine. Okay, both hips and spine. And yeah. where 
would she have to suggest this to the doctor uh, to get those type of hormones? Uh, most doctors won't give those kind of hormones. Where can it be? Uh, where Where is the source that she'd be able to get them then? Uh, where is the source? There's a lot of doctors on the west side that do them. I'm one of oh. them. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Okay. You know, it's it's considered um, outside the realm of pharmaceutical medicine, so the traditional docs don't like them. And can you also do the bone density test? I, I don't have a scanner in my office, but we can uh, prescribe it. Okay. And if she's going over to UCLA, as an example, to see an ortho, she can get it done there. There's a lot of doctors that have it in their office. But, again, beware, because a lot of doctors only do one hip. And I've totally. seen many times where one hip is, um, you know, got great bone, and the other one has very uh, diminished bone. And what part of the spine? Uh, well, it's generally from the lower thoracic down to the lumbosacral area. Okay, great. Fantastic. Thank you, Dr. Uh, God bless, man, and good luck to her. Yeah, thank you so much. Sounds like she's got a, a good doc named Robert helping her. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do my best to uh, try to fill in the gap, so thank you very much. Well, God bless, man. I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, I'll be seeing you about that real soon. Okay, thank you so care. much. Okay, thank you. I want you to call now at one eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two, and we have a free book for you on prolotherapy today, and a free booklet on age management medicine that also addresses some of those hormone issues. One eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two. Do you have another email, Doctor Darrow? Well, you know, I never actually got to finish this one because of the caller that came in. Okay. But uh, the initial part of it was I have arthritis in both hips, interest in fixing that problem without hip replacement. And then I wrote back and asked more specifically, and then I got another email from uh, this kind lady. And she said, hello, and thanks for writing back to me. The videos were quite instructive. So go to um, www.jointrehab.com, and you can actually watch videos of the procedures of dextrose prolotherapy and PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, and stem cells of the hip and other parts of the body. And you can actually see what's going on. Plus, there's hundreds of pages of information on how to get your healing done without surgery. So I'm interested in exploring your procedures, discussing whether they would be helpful to me. I've had arthritis in my left hip since about 2008 or 2009. Last year, it also started affecting my right hip. Just recently, for the past month or so, both hips have started to be painful much of the time. I visited an orthopedic clinic last fall, and the physician's assistant said I ought to think seriously about hip replacement surgery before too long. Well, I'm not for that. You know, that's not uh, that's that's what I'm going to call the knee-jerk reaction. You see arthritis somewhere, and you go cut it. But I have a lot of people who have arthritis that don't have pain from it. So do not get caught up in your in your diagnostic scans of x-rays or MRIs or CTs to decide where your pain is coming from. I mention this on every show. There are studies done by scientists and doctors that take people with zero, zero, zero pain in their body, and they find arthritis, they find herniated discs, they find degenerative joint disease, and they ask the patients, how come you don't have pain there? And they go, I don't know why I don't, I just don't. So don't let that be confusing. You can have things in the hip, such as uh, a bursitis. You can have areas around the hip that are not the joint 
that have nothing to do with the arthritis you have that are causing the pain. Don't get suckered into a surgery that you don't need. The rest of this is I'm 62, work full-time in a lab office. I'm on my feet about half the time. Um, I was saying 2012, the arthritis in my left hip started getting worse rather quickly. Well, arthritis doesn't get worse rather quickly, so I want people to know that. If the doctor, if you go to the doctor with a recent onset of pain and he says, well, that's arthritis, no, that's not arthritis, okay? It can be, but most of the time not. Arthritis takes years and years generally to uh, show its ugly face, you might say. And here it says, a friend told me about a stem cell clinic in Germany that helped her. Why go to Germany? We do it right here and a lot cheaper. So I went there for stem cell injections that December. At that time, my only, only my left hip bothered me. The stem cells seemed to improve my hip. Yes, of course. Uh, I have x-rays of my hip from 2009 to 2013. Rapid losing range of motion in both hips. That doesn't mean that that's arthritis because, again, Arthritis takes, it's a long, slow process. There's something else going on. Um, there's a lot more here I don't want to get into. But um, the, t- the salient take-home points are, yes, stem cells are very good for arthritic hips. If some part of your body starts hurting quickly or over a few months, don't think that's arthritis. It's possible. But there are other areas that can cause pain. There's ligaments. There's tendons, there's bursa, there's all kinds of things. So please be safe, please be careful, do not jump to the knife. All righty, and we're looking for your call at one 870 Get your free book on prolotherapy and your free booklet on age management medicine. Shall we go to Linda in Studio City? We sure should. All righty. Linda, Dr. Mark Darrow, and you ask about yeah. about hormones yeah. and... Yes, hi. Uh, I'm uh, 60, almost 63 right now, but and my gynecologist does not suggest, or at least never said anything about bioidentical uh, hormones. I did take those uh, right after menopause, and I think up to around 53 or so. Um, but I, you know, nothing feels real good, and I have the weight gain and the dryness. Permarin did nothing for for that. Uh, just wondering, so is it a good thing then to take bioidentical hormones for women in, at 63? Well, that's your decision. I have a, a booklet that you're going to get on this that's called okay. Age Management Medicine for for you calling in. That's going to be mailed to you. And you okay. can. Re- I like people to read about it, read the science, and make up their own decisions. I don't tell anyone to do it. I just educate. And okay. it's the same thing when people come in for stem cells or platelets. They go, what should I do? And I go, you decide. That's not okay. my decision. It's your body. I'm gonna. I'll tell you everything you want to know. I'll sit with you for an hour explaining everything, and um, you know there's a lot of information out there. But if you go on the internet, you're gonna see things for hormones that say they cause a lot of uh, cancers. Exactly the Primarin. That's what I was worried about. Really well, that was the studies. You know, back in around early 2000, it was with it was with what I'm gonna call the bad hormones which are the pharmaceutical ones. But um, the only yeah. studies I've seen on bioidentical is there's no increase in cancer. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to tell you you're not going to get cancer because a high percentage right. of women get breast cancer without hormones and a high percentage of men get prostate cancer without uh, testosterone. Right, right. Okay, all righty. Well, thank you so much. Uh, well, don't on. you have more questions about how it works? 
yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> also, is Ostina? I hear Ostina now also is advertised a lot. Is that I'm sorry, what is it? Ostina. Astina. Well, look, in my book, and then look, it's just my measly opinion. I'm not telling you this is the way life is. Sure. I would sure. never put a woman on a synthetic hormone. Okay. I have never seen okay. good luck with it. Okay. And when I switch uh, them over, all of a sudden they go, oh my God, I feel like I'm 15 again. And it helps weight gain and everything else? Well, it's not. You don't take it to lose weight. Hang on with us. We'll do more. Okay. Stay with us. This is Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. We're taking your calls at 1-866-870-5752, and we will be right back. 